0: Hello, everyone. I hope you guys are all having a great day. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about climate change. Now, this topic is very talked about. I think pretty much everybody has heard climate change. Um, You know, maybe in conversation, someone will say, I blame it on climate change when it's 65 in the winter or in new york or you know it's just talked about on the news a lot but i feel like a lot of times people don't completely have a full understanding um of what it is or maybe they do but uh it's always good to just kind of get a refresher and just have more information because i think the more that we know about it and that and about a lot of things the better um so, yeah, I thought I would better educate myself while also talking about it and maybe helping to educate everybody else. One, I think, misconception that some people have is that climate change happens naturally. The Our climate has been changing since... The earth, you know, came into existence billions of years ago. So it's not something that's new. It's not something that is um, surprising. Climate change is a natural process that we know happens. You know, we have ice ages and we've got warm periods. Um, and it just, it, it it's a natural process and almost a cycle that happens over millions and millions and millions of years. So yeah, that's kind of the first misconception that the different uh, ways the climate may change naturally are the sun's energy, changes in the sun's energy. uh, Maybe volcanic eruptions um, may impact the Earth's climate. A different levels of greenhouse gases occur naturally um, and also one thing that is very interesting is that um, scientists have seen that ice ages happen when there is a low amount of carbon in the atmosphere and then we the um we have warmer and then in, in heating the earth's surface we have we see a higher level of co2 concentration um and so that has been happening for all of earth's existence um so yeah I just I think that's super important to just kind of understand that right off the bat because it's not I don't think that that's talked about a lot um and I think a lot of us think have this idea and I have definitely had this idea that the Earth's climate is supposed to stay the same forever. It is not supposed to change, change is bad and means there's something wrong. And actually the Earth's climate changing is a sign of health and a sign of, of the continuous um, circular pattern and circular ecosystem that we have here. However, in the past 150 years, since the Industrial Revolution, we have seen um, a massive increase in the rate of the Earth's warming that um, could not happen naturally. Um, and so that is why humans have been blamed as the culprits of this, of this warming. Um, and so, yeah. Um, I think that, so now we've, that we've kind of gone through that, um, I think it, it would be good to talk about the different causes of climate change. Um, so we've got our greenhouse gases. Greenhouse gases, I think most of us know that term. Um, most of us know that kind of the, We've we've heard it. We're familiar with it. We are. We feel comfortable with it. Um, but I think that um, if one was asked to define what greenhouse gases were or what the greenhouse effect was, we may not be able to kind of piece together what it is. So I thought I would just kind of get that out there, and um, get make sure that there's all there's kind of a broad understanding. So um yeah I'll cut in between here and when I say uncut. so the greenhouse effect is defined by the trapping of the sun's warmth in a planet's lower atmosphere greater due to the greater transparency of the atmosphere to visible radiation from the sun than to infrared radiation emitted from the planet's atmosphere Um, the greenhouse effect is a process that occurs um, is a process that occurs when energy from a planet's host star goes through the planet's atmosphere. So in our case, we would have the sun, uh, the sun's energy um, going through our atmosphere um, and heats our planet's surface. Um, and then we have greenhouse gases that are there to protect us from some of that heat and they're also there to absorb some of that heat so if we didn't have any greenhouse gases we would not be able to survive on earth because um the greenhouse gases can trap the energy um and warm us up um however um they can also uh yeah i think that they only So the greenhouse gases make sure that we stay warm and they are vital to our survival. However, this is, however, this is not, when there are too many greenhouse gases, we have too much heat being trapped. So that's what causes, this is one of the ways that um, our surface, the Earth's surface has been heated, has been, Uh, warming, Um, and so another way to look at it is they act like a blanket, making the earth warmer. Um, So there are a couple of different kinds of greenhouse gases. Um, The first, I think, most well-known one uh, is carbon dioxide. Now, carbon is at the center of life. Without carbon, we would not have life. Um, Carbon makes up, carbon is what makes up life. And so the carbon cycle um, is kind of the process of life and death in a a sense. Um, Some may disagree with that uh, simplification, but that's just how I'm gonna simplify it before giving more definition. So the carbon cycle is a process by which ca- carbon continuously moves from the atmosphere to the Earth and then back to the atmosphere. So, for example, carbon is stored in rocks, sediments, in the ocean, and in living organisms. Um, so when carbon, it, so carbon is released back into the atmosphere when plants and animals die. Um, other ways that carbon is released in the atmosphere is when fire burns or volcanoes erupt um, or burning fossil fuels because fossil fuels are made up of organic matter which is matter made up of carbon Um, and in the carbon cycle um, there is this insurance that there's a balanced concentration um, in the different areas of the planets between the atmosphere and plants and animals and um, abiotic uh, organisms also. And so this uh, cycle has kind of helped to keep some of the homeostasis of our planet uh, in a sense. Um, However, today we have kind of added a new outlet for the carbon cycle, which the earth isn't used to. And so by burning Uh, fossil fuels, for example, this is putting the carbon cycle off balance because there's too much carbon in the atmosphere for, for example, plants to uh, take in for uh, air in a sense. Um, And so, yeah, um, that is, and another uh, way that carbon may be um, unbalanced is by removing large amounts of plants or trees from the atmosphere. So deforestation, not only does that uh, destroy animals' habitats and plants' habitats, but it also increases the amount of carbon uh, in a uh, unbalanced way into the atmosphere, which is a big cause of climate change. Um, and so yeah and carbon is one of these, like I said before, it's one of the greenhouse gases, so when there's too much of it, it is, it's like adding another blanket, um, if you will. So, yeah, uh, so we've got carbon, um, and then we've also got methane, uh, nitrous oxide, we've got F gases, we've got, Water vapor, we've got other greenhouse gases. I'll go through a couple. Um, So methane, um, so both natural and human activities produce methane. For example, natural waterlands produce a lot of methane, methane, um, but also human agricultural activities and fossil fuel extraction um, and transport all emit methane. Another one, nitrous oxide, uh, is produced mainly through agriculture activities and natural biological processes. Um, so fossil fuel burning and industrial processes uh, emit nitrous o- not nitrous oxide. <laughs> um, and yeah, there are a couple others, but they all uh, result in a imbalance in the greenhouse gases, which which trap heat um, in in, more than the earth needs, which is what, which is a large reason we are seeing this uptick in the climate warming. Um, so yeah, and then another thing that, another, uh, factor that is impacting the climate are aerosols. Aerosols, uh, are are not quite as well known but they can greatly affect the climate. Um, they are microscopic particles that are so so small um, that but they're not small enough that they fall onto the surface sorry they're not large enough that they fall onto the surface uh, like larger particles and so they remain in the air for days or weeks um, and this can be potentially harmful because the aerosols either reflect or they absorb energy from the sun. Um, and so some part of, some aerosols, like particles from volcanic eruptions or sulfur emissions from burning coal, reflect sunlight. And that actually has a cooling effect. So that's a little bit of a different theme from our fears of global warming that actually cools um the earth however uh there are also aerosols such as black carbon um which is a part of suit or set how to pronounce it that could have a warming effect because they absorb sunlight and they also absorb infrared radiation um and it may also be deposited on snow which darkens the surface and therefore increases the amount of absorption of of energy that is happening, which will heat the earth. All right, so now that we kind of have an overview of different things that are causing climate change, I wanted to go through the natural way that, um, that the, Actually, let's, okay, self, note to self, this part is going to go before I go through everything. All right, so what typically happens in a normal Earth before uh, we have the Industrial Revolution 150 years ago? This was the uh, greenhouse effect in a nutshell, so in the greenhouse um, cycle, if you will actually. So this is how the greenhouse effect is started. So we have sunlight, which is uh, some of it is reflected back into the atmosphere, and then some of it is absorbed by land and water, which heats our planet. And then we also have infrared radiation, which not So which also, also which is infrared radiation. Um, and infrared radiation is what releases some of the energy from the ground back up into space. Okay Cut here. Um, We are now going to be moving in to talk about things you can do. (sighs) All right. Um, So now I feel like I have just. alone a bunch of information and it almost feels helpless right because we know that all of this is happening we know that different practices and different organizations may be contributing to climate change more than others and at least for me I often feel helpless because I know that this self-destructive practice is taking place However, I don't know how to solve it. I feel like I can't, I can't um, do anything about it, right? And that's really hard. And that's really, really hard to manage because... You know, climate change is a big problem. It's a heavy topic. It could impact our way of life very, very substantially, very greatly. Um, and so it's it keeps me up at night, if I'm being honest. I think it keeps a lot of us up at night. And it's hard also because we say, Oh, I'm gonna take all of these steps and I'm gonna start doing x y and z and i'm gonna make a difference and then life gets in the way and we have to drive a gas car we have to um buy certain products because we can't afford others or we have to you know do we have to throw away our leftovers because they're moldy or we have to use plastic bags. You know, there are a hundred things that, that we have to do, that we feel like we have to do because life just gets so crazy. And so I wanted to give you some ideas to start to implement into your life. I found that the best way to implement new habits is to start small. Start with just... For example, if you are gonna eat less meat, instead of having meat every day for dinner, every night for dinner, let's say you have chicken, salmon, or beef and it rotates, maybe instead of having beef on Friday nights, you choose to have look uh shoot lentils as your protein source, or tofu, lentils and tofu. Or which I sometimes think get a bad rap, but they are delicious, especially if you know how to properly make them, just like pretty much all foods. Um, And so I think just taking small steps like that, and then once you feel like you have a good rhythm, maybe add another day or add another day. So yeah, I'll come back to that on on that later. That's just an example, but I think it's good to start small because if we start large, we're going to feel overwhelmed and then go at it for two weeks and be really, really good and then life will get in the way, and we won't, and these habits aren't going to be sustainable, and then we're just going to feel discouraged and feel helpless again, and the whole cycle will repeat, and I have definitely gotten into this cycle, I, I think that it, it stinks so much, but it can definitely be prevented, um, so yeah, um, The first suggestion that I'm going to make is to continue to educate yourself. Continue to research, continue to um, stay up to date in current events, not even with the climate, because pretty much everything is connected. Um, And that can really help, and that way you can use your voice. Um, If you are living in a uh, country in which that is. allowed, I really that word out, use your voice. Try to use your voice to impact public policy, to vote, to even run for office on a, um, with climate, the climate, uh, platform. You matter, you can create change, and I think one of the hard, worst things you can do is tell yourself that you can't, and that you can't make a difference, and that you can't impact others, because you can, and you're so much more powerful than you think. So whether that's going to a, um, uh, shoot, whether that's going to some sort of rally or or fundraiser or protest, or that is writing to your local congressman or local representative, uh, all of those, or whatever else you you feel like you are impactful, whatever whatever area you feel like you're impa- you are impactful. I would definitely recommend doing, um, just yeah, because our the government can't uh, cut, cut that part out. All right, so the next thing is not a controversial topic, and I I just touched on it, and that is. Implementing more plant-based and more of a plant-based diet into your life. Uh, the livestock sector contributes fourteen point five percent of global greenhouse gases. So finding other sources for food is super important because the less you and you may think, okay, it's already the animals are already, you know, I already see it at the store. Like I have, it's already been prepared. What difference does it make if I purchase it? Well, if many of us decided to not purchase it, the market demand for that product would decrease. For that livestock, they would have to, uh, farmers would would decrease their um, production or of that livestock uh, and find other ways to, and they would change with the market demand because they have to put food on the table they have to meet the needs of the people so that is a really really important um switch you can make like i said this doesn't have to be a drastic change you don't have to declare yourself vegan tomorrow i suggest switching to a uh switching to having lentils and and beans as your protein one night and just kind of continue to implement it's also really important to research it's really important to make sure that you are getting your your proper nutrients from plant-based sources um and yeah so i definitely suggest that um and you also find that plant-based foods are very delicious um for example vegan butter i love more than uh, normal butter, but <laughs> that's neither here nor There, the point is that uh, agriculture and the livestock sector is a m- are major contributors to climate change, and so by deciding to st- to stand up to the industry and to the practices of the industry means so. It in- so standing up to the industry and deciding to. Use your, use your purchase power to create change was, is very, very influential. Money is very, very influential. And so by choosing to not give these industries your money, you are protesting against them. And that is one way to have your voice heard. All right, going along with food uh, is buy locally sourced produce. Uh, one major uh, contributor to climate change is the transportation of produce from different continents. And so trying out different farmer's markets that you enjoy, go out on Saturday morning and and look through the new produce that they have. It's, I think that it's more delicious than the grocery store. It's just fun. You, it's a social activity. Um, so yeah, buy locally sourced produce. Go to Locally sourced grocery stores um and that also supports your your area economically and supports small businesses so it's multifaceted uh uh, way to make your mark and and feel like you are making a difference another thing is to not throw away your leftovers or do your best unless something is moldy but try not to let it get moldy um So, one really important, uh, you can try, don't buy food unless you need it. So, if you know that you already have another bag of spinach at home, don't buy another one. Even though you may think, oh, I'll finish it. You may not, and it's better to not buy it and then have it go bad and then have to throw it away. That's just one example. Um, Another thing you can do is... Figure out ways to keep your uh food, to store your food in ways that will allow them to um, last longer. For example, freezing your bread rather than keeping it out will make it so it doesn't go stale. Washing your fruit in water and vinegar will decrease the likelihood that it will grow mold um so yeah there are many different things that's another really fun thing to research uh it's a way to to don't not throw away your leftovers um all right next thing that sort of kind of connects is use your products until they can no longer be used for example i have a bottle of toothpaste that is almost out but i just want to get a new one because I don't like mine anymore. I would... I'm now going to choose to squeeze all the toothpaste possible out of my bottle and then go buy a new one. Because production is a very, very large contributor to climate change as, you know, there's the production and then there's transportation and there's you going to the store and then there are the people at the store coming to the store to, I mean, make the employees. And so, there are just so many areas in which production is impacting climate change, Uh, and it goes back to consumer demand. If the consumer demand is lower, the they will make less of the product and distribute less of the product, which will in turn decrease their carbon or their greenhouse emissions uh, and other. Ways that they are impacting the earth and the climate. Um, Another uh, way that you can, let's say you've grown out of your pair of jeans. Obviously, you don't want to try to squeeze into them because they don't fit. And you want to find clothes that fit your body. That's super important. But instead of just leaving them in your drawer or throwing them away even, donate them to your local uh, homeless shelter or Goodwill, or uh, you could give them to a younger friend or neighbor, or there are just so many different ways that you can pass along clothing. And that also means that less of the clothing needs to be produced, which will decrease waste as well. Um, And, you know, all the kind of cliche like drive less, Buy an electric car the next time you need one. I don't recommend just going out and buying another car, but actually, cut out. Next time you need to get a car, invest in an electric car. Some of them tend to be on the more pricier side. However, there are tax breaks as well as gas being really expensive, and you save a lot of money not paying for gas and just being able to charge your car. Um, And then finally, turning off lights and and unplugging your appliances if they're not being used can also really reduce, help to reduce your climate emission. Alrighty, I think that just about wraps this episode up. I hope this was really informative and helpful and hopefully this will you figure out how you want to make your impact and how you I hope this makes you feel less helpless because like I said it's really normal to feel that way especially in the time that we're living in but you matter what you do matter what you do matters greatly way more than you could ever know so with that um I'll leave you guys there thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time